Welcome everyone to the Supersize Phys Ed Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Carney, and I teach kindergarten through fifth grade. And my classes are large. There are 100 to 130 kids every single time. And I love it. It's not easy, but I love it. And I teach in Fort Myers, Florida. So welcome and thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Um, So today, I'd like to talk about customer service in PE. Now, some may think customer service has nothing to do with PE. I disagree because I grew up in a grocery business, grocery family. I've been in the grocery business since I was 14 years old. My father was a meat cutter up north in New York, near Buffalo, and he would take me to work and I would get carts when I was 14 and get paid under the table. Don't tell anybody. And eventually I worked closer to home at a grocery store and I worked Dairy and Frozen, uh, that department and the grocery department and stock shelves. And then moving here to Florida, my father got laid off as a meat cutter up north and he bought a a mid-sized store uh, about, let's see, 1992. And he moved down here, maybe 1993. He moved down here and then my mom moved down here and I was still in college. And eventually I moved down here and got a teaching job, but I also was working part-time at the store. And my father ended up buying a total of four stores and I would work there actually for seven years I worked there full-time I got out of the teaching profession I was in the classroom and just had a bad experience where I was at so I decided to take a break and then I got back into teaching I had a wonderful experience in North Carolina and I was back in teaching fourth and fifth grade so then when we moved back here to Florida in 2010 I taught for a year I taught fifth grade for a year math and science and then got my lucky break teaching PE here at my school I'm currently at, and I really enjoy it. So all that being said, during that time, I was working for my father part-time, two days a week. I'd work during the summer. I, I just worked a lot in the grocery business, and I actually miss it. We closed our store in April and just kind of lost our lease, and that's a whole other story. But I miss working in the grocery grocery business because it was it's what I've done all my whole life. So my journey led me to PE or it's kind of a co-mingles with PE because I feel like customer service is important as a as an educator and it's it's just something that's it's really really I guess dear to my heart if you you might say because Students are like customers, and I I know it sounds kind of uh, impersonal, but just kind of go with me on this one. So if you if you think of the students as customers, now, you know when I was uh, in the grocery business, I would you know greet the customers, ask them how they're doing, I would ask them if they need anything, uh, if I could show them to a certain you know item, I guess if they were looking for something, and. You know, as I would work the registers, I'd do all this kind of stuff, the whole everything, produce, meat. I hated the deli department, but I did sometimes. Uh, I did everything, the lotto. And, yeah, customers were kind of a pain sometimes. And, yeah, I had great customers. They were always friendly and some that were kind of grumpy. And But my goal was to leave them better than, I, than they when they came in as far as their attitude and if they were – in a bad mood, maybe we could cheer them up. You know, maybe we make their day. Maybe they were in a bad mood, and or maybe something happened, and 
that we had nothing to do with or we didn't know anything about and we could help them um, just leave in a more positive way and with a better attitude or just cheer them up. And, you know, that, that really bothers me. Honestly, when I go to places and the cashiers are not nice or they're carrying on conversations, you know, with the bagger and they're not even paying attention to me or they're on their phones or just in general, I, that really bothers me because I know on the other side what it should look like and I don't always see that. <laughs> I do a lot though. Now I'm going to give you I'm giving you an example of a great, great uh, experience. Um, actually, two of them. One I just had recently um, at a store at Publix, um, big chain down here. And at the deli, the I mean the guy there was really super friendly. Just wanted me to sample all the stuff, and he was just a really nice kind person and I you know I appreciate that and and, and many times um, I didn't get a chance this time but many times I'll tell you know his or her boss um, you know if I'm at a place that hey this person did a great job you know please thank them for me and and um, you know I just I really appreciate good customer service the the other one kind of recently and I shared this on my last episode with the black belts and fail if you if you got a chance to take a look at the video on my uh, on my website supersizephyzed.com of my daughter climbing the uh, the warped wall. Now, one part you did not see was the person who was helping my daughter when she first started, and the reason why you didn't see her is because she wasn't in the video and she didn't do much. So there was a girl there, and she would just say she. You know, there's a couple lines going, or even just that one line for the one my daughter was doing, and she'd just say, "Okay, go, go, all right, your turn." And then, and she had much success, my daughter, with that. Um, and I'm not blaming the girl. You know, she it wasn't mean or anything, but she wasn't encouraging. And then the other guy in the video, if you could see him, I mean, he's like giving her tips he's like all right ready set go and he, he was just really bringing the enthusiasm and really encouraged her to to make it and she did eventually and i really give him a, him a lot of credit for that because he he encouraged her he pushed her not literally of course he gave her some techniques and so eventually she made it and she felt a great sense of, of accomplishment and so i just think that's really important that we keep that in mind um, in pe and just in education in general so that really brings me to how it translates to our classrooms or our PE learning environments. Okay, because I don't have a classroom. I have a pavilion and a field and some basketball courts. Um, I mean, I have a great learning space, but it's not inside. So whatever your space is, let's take a look at how it can translate to PE. The first thing is to bring your energy. Just like I said with the girl at Sky Zone, she was very just like, okay, go, go. I mean, you could tell she really didn't even want to be there. Or if she did, she didn't show it. And then the other, you know, the guy was like high-fiving people, telling people to go, um, encouraging them. And I actually saw a different guy there um, the time before when we went there. And he was like having the kids do different dances before they go. Or he'd be like, you ready? He'd be like, okay, then dab, and then go, and then do this, then go. And and he was really just bringing the energy, bringing the encouragement. And it was just really cool to watch. So in PE, when, when our kids come in, you know, I'm trying to greet, greet them, pr- trying to bring the energy, trying to wake them up, okay? Give them high fives. You know, I can't high five 120 kids. I could try, 
and sometimes I, <laughs> I do, especially you know at the bus ramp when I see the kids go by, I'll try to give high fives at the end of the day and just bring that encouragement. High five the kids. We don't know what they've been through a lot of times. We don't know what happened at home, good or bad. We don't know some of the situations they go through. I mean, we have students that are from all walks of life with all different family situations. And so we don't know what happens at home a lot of times. Encourage them. Be that light that they might not have. Be that structure they don't have. Be that encouragement that they don't. They might not have at home. Okay, put the phones away. I had a problem with this last year with my paras. You got to put the phones away. And the only time I have my phone out is to check the weather or the time if I don't my my Fitbit's not working. So if you know you shouldn't be texting, shouldn't be calling, shouldn't be doing anything. Okay, you need to be able to see what they're doing, and and kids can tell that too when you're not paying attention to them. I I remember watching one of my paras. Uh, it was actually a couple of years ago. I mean, there was a kid trying to talk to him, and he was just I could see him just on his phone, and I'm like, what are you doing? You, you know, we need to pay attention to their needs and you know put the phones down okay also put the personal stuff aside like if you're having a bad day you know it's hard because i know if you're in a bad mood or something happens with a class before that before the class is coming to you now and you're upset and trust me this is me sometimes you need to like reevaluate and say okay that was the last class i have a new group coming in they didn't do anything wrong they're coming in fresh treat them appropriately and, you know, if I'm arguing with my wife or my kids or something's going on at home or financially something's going on, I don't know, most of the time, I'd say all the time, you wouldn't be able to tell that by how I act towards the kids because I try to, I don't think it's fair that we bring our personal stuff if we're having a bad day to our students. They, they don't deserve that. They didn't do anything to deserve that. So you need to bring, and I need to bring, positive energy all the time. It's not easy. And it's physically, it's not, it's not easy sometimes either. You know, just I, I'm in the heat all day long. And it's not easy, but it's, it's important. It's what, what they need and what they deserve. Okay, and finally, I'd say specific praise. And this is hard for, for me. I don't, I don't know about you guys. It's hard for me because with, I, have so, I just have so many kids. It's hard to be like, hey, you're doing a good job gripping the hockey stick appropriately and, you know, swinging it. Uh, you know, I tell them, like, below their belly button or below their hips and, you know, following through to the target, and but that is specific praise. I do a lot of hey, good job, good job, good job. Give them, you know, give them thumbs up, give them high fives, and but specific praise really goes a long way. And I'll give you another one in my cowbell tip of the day. All right, so your tip of the day is this: get to learn the students' names. It is so important because, you know, I have over a thousand kids here at school and I don't know all their names and it really stinks, but I work really hard to learn their names. And the ways I do it is I either ask other students, um, I say, hey, what's that, what's that kid's name again? I, or what's that boy's name over there? I, I forgot. And they'll, they'll tell me, or I ask them directly, especially in kindergarten or maybe first grade. But you know, by the time they're in third or fourth or fifth grade, uh, I'm not going to go ask them their name because they're going to be like, hey, I've known you for four years, five years, even six years, and you don't know my name? And, you know, that happened to me this year. There was a girl that said, I heard her talking and saying to somebody next to her, she's like, he doesn't know my name. I've been here since kindergarten. And I was really, like, hurt by that. And it's my fault. And I made it a point to find out her name and talk to her 
and get to know her better. And it's a truth. It, it's it's hard. I, it's really really hard when you have a, a huge school. So one one of my main uh, sources is the yearbook. I'll look through the yearbooks, especially the previous year. And what I'll try to do is every day I'll try to learn a few more students' names, and I'll go up to them and say hi. And I know there's other apps and other programs out there. Um, I believe somebody shared with me something called Name Shark. I downloaded it. I didn't use it, um, at least not yet. And you can put their pictures in there. I know Google Classroom, Seesaw, you can import names. And I think it's a great thing to do, especially if you have smaller groups. Larger groups, I'd love to hear your ideas because my my big thing, I guess, is looking through the yearbook. So it's not a great cowbell tip of the day, but I think it's important that we learn their names. So please, please, please learn the students' names. It's so important, and they will they will respect you for it. They'll love it. All right, there you have it. So I appreciate everybody listening in today. Please treat your students like customers, like the customers you want to have at your school and they are your customers, but they're even more important than that. They're, they're, they're young students, and if we're talking elementary, but even if we're talking middle or high school, they deserve to, be, to get the best treatment. Uh, and we know the saying, the customer is always right. So please treat them right. And I will talk to you soon. You guys are awesome. Please tune in next time.